Oh, hi, Mr. Gary. This is Gary. Hi, Gary. I'm Dave in Wales. Hey, Dave in Wales. How are you going? I'm pretty good, thank you. I'm very, very well. All the better for having a little bit of time chatting with you, definitely. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. Excellent. Uh, before we start, I, I better warn you, you may hear a couple of things in the background. One, it, it's blowing nearly a gale force wind here. It's ridiculous. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's, or I'm sure like a cow flew past at one point. It's really bad. And uh, it's a Friday evening um, where we live in a little village in Wales. And you might hear the fish and chip van <laughs> playing its musical horn <laughs> yeah. as it drives past at some point. <laughs> Sounds Just... good. Well, I'm, at, I'm at obviously at home and, and you'll hear, you might hear my kids doing their Zoom class in the background. And uh, one of our dogs is in the pool. Splashing around. Oh, uh, yeah, lovely. Classic California day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that sounds great. Our dog is just scared to death. He hates the bloody wind, so he's just been clambering all over me because he's, he's scared <laughs> to death about it. So that's, that's been my <laughs> afternoon. Hello and thank you for listening to episode 253 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave and this is another of our Soundcheck interview shows. And in this one I get to chat with Gary Beers, who you probably know as the bass player of NXS. But I'm going to talk to him in this show about the debut double single, Dust Bowl and Mosquito, from his band Ashen Moon. Uh, these are the only two songs that I've heard. These are the only two songs that anybody's heard outside of the band and the record company, of course. So what better way to begin before we get into the chat of us together than you having a listen to the first of the two songs, Dust Bowl. Conform 
Gary, let's let's begin then. You know, first of all, thank you so much for giving me some of your time. Uh, as we've just gone through before we started recording, I'm sat here in very windy Wales, and uh, you're over in California, where it's a little bit different. I take it. I am, Dave. It's actually a, a beautiful day. The wind has just started up just after you mentioned it, so that's quite interesting. But um, <laughs> no, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day in California. I mean, it's actually interesting with far less traffic. It's it's become a very different place. Very oh, crystal God, clear yeah. skies and you know it's really nice yeah oh yeah make the most of it gary definitely while it's like this that's for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll turn back to crap some other time i'm sure so <laughs> i'm sure fine. it will yeah well i've been listening uh like a lot of people to the double side single from ash and moon dust bowl and mosquito both songs that i really enjoy um and this is just the tip of an iceberg for what you've got planned for ash and moon this year despite everything that's going on you've You've got a lot of music coming at us, haven't you? We do, yeah. The, the full album should be out like later in the year. There's 13 songs. We're going to release two five-song EPs, one probably next month with a new single, and then one in, probably around August or September. And then the full album will come out in all different formats, uh, around, I guess around Christmas. But um, no, we've been, we've been very busy. We spent all last year in my little studio uh, and various other studios recording around LA, um, writing and recording the album and then yeah we've we're finally we're lucky we've got it finished and ready to go just when all this craziness happened so mm-hmm. we're one of the lucky ones but um no but we're we're very excited and of course with everything that's gone on the thing that it affected the most would be you know any tour plans that you'd got uh but you're getting around that i mean i was looking on your facebook page just the other day and uh the gary's garage where you've got your live stream space <laughs> sorted out ready <laughs> uh, I mean, how much planning did all of that take and what's going to be involved going forward with you getting live performances out to fans around the world that they can watch you and listen to you? It's actually kind of simple and organic. We just set up in the garage like a garage band, like, you know, like we're kids again. And um, we have a PA. My, my sponsors gave me the PA. And, you know, it's, the only problem was when I, we got there, Jimmy, the guitar player, was like, let's turn it all around. So we have to take it all out. <laughs> You know, turn it around, get you know, reset it up again, which is fine. And he's, you know, he's got all the leads going nice and neat and stuff. So, but yeah, we set up cameras and we just, um, we'll just get probably started next week and just working on a podcast. The only, the only downside is that we're trying to get around is that when you do things to podcast to like Facebook, like it usually sounds horrible because Facebook have a very weird thing where they it, it, it squashes your sound and yeah. cuts it off. So we're working. We'll, we'll figure that out, and then we're going to get it out in a bit. Um, no, we're, we're just planning to keep playing and, and podcasting, and, and um, we're still recording. We're recording acoustic versions of all our songs because we're all, you know, everyone's stuck at home. 
um, just to have, and we're, we're keeping ourselves busy. Well, that's good. Yeah, I guess that is another advantage too. Um, with you being stuck at home, you get plenty of time to write songs and and to practice and to do the stuff like you're saying with with the, the live shows that you're going to stream out online for everybody. And you've been friends with Jimmy for quite a few years, haven't you? Yeah, Jimmy. I met at the first first industry party I went to. Um, the songwriters for, um, and he just walked up to me at the bar. He, he recognised me and we hit it off straight away. And but he been in a band that had broken up pretty awfully. So he, he was not into being in a band, but we just stayed best friends. And then finally, and I met Toby about two years ago at a party, another party. It seems to be a common theme here. Um, <laughs> and then the, 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 the mutual friend of the party sort of demanded we get up and play together, so we did. Um, we hit it off. I got him to join, asked him to join a fun covers, like, I guess it was more of a corporate band that I had. Um, and then Jimmy eventually joined it, and and then we just decided to, you know, scratch that, start a, you know, start a new band and do all originals. So that's what we're doing now. And the dynamics between people in a band has got to be important. And the the interviews that I've watched with you guys, you you do genuinely seem to be having a good time. Yeah, the three of us, you know, especially we use we use um, you know, other mates on the record. But the three of us are Ash and you know, are the core of Ash and Moon, and we're really good friends. I mean. Yeah, it's great to to work with a, a crazy singer again, and Toby, and you know, and we've got Sebastian on drums and second guitar for certain gigs. Uh, he's Australian as well. But the, the three of us really just knuckled down and and just took the reins of this project last year. I mean, I'm, I'm the I guess executive producer, and and I record I actually recorded it and did all that sort of stuff. But you know, it was all very much um, three input project so everyone's opinion was very respected and 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 you know, we've all been around enough to know you know to know what we're doing so yeah that was really refreshing and what was the song writing like then was it really just organic because you know you've been writing songs for so long as well Was it just carry on no matter who come comes in you know you've written songs with so many different people is it does it change at all with who you're with does the way that you write songs and put them together change depending on who you put the songs together with I think when you when you write it with with like minded people who who just really love music and just you know love um, you know are still fans of listening to to music great great music like Zeppelin and and Queen and all, we just mm. we just um, each song was like a was like giving birth in in a, in a horrible horrible analogy <laughs> um, each one was different I mean one would be you know mosquitoes started Toby heard. A track of mine which had the big fuzz bass thing and my little vocal melody and then and a feel and he just grabbed an acoustic and started putting down you know, verse chords and then Jimmy grabbed his electric and started putting on the big the big bluesy riffs and, and all of a sudden it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a different animal and then I think every song kind of grew that way and and a lot of it started from scratch Jimmy and Toby would be driving over to my studio and they wrote a song in the car and that, that's that'll be on the on the final record. Oh, wow. when, when you hear it later in the year, yeah, yeah it's just I just ran, ran in going, Quick, "Where's it? Yeah, put this down!" And I grabbed my acoustic and put it down. And it became a song called "We Collide," and uh, you know, everything just grew, yeah, as you say, organically. And because it was such a passion project, we just we just enjoyed every minute of it. Mm -hmm. Is it different then? You know, with we say within excess, of course, which, which such a huge band. Uh, huge, huge fan base, and then with with that comes the expectation from certain part of the fan base. Where did you ever feel the pressure? 
okay it's in excess we've got a sound like that whereas now with ash and moon it's give you a bit more freedom that you can go off in other directions where otherwise you'd think a certain portion of a fan base might think well that's not right that's not what i was expecting you know it's, it's totally that way because um you know obviously my time with in excess was you know the you know in excess was the first musical love of my life so mm -hmm. from high school so but being in a band where you've got Andrew and Michael as the main songwriters, I mean, it's pretty hard when you're up against all, mm. you know, some, two of the best writers in the world in your band, which <laughs> you know, it's a good thing and a, and a, and a tough thing. So, um, you know, I've got a couple of good songs on, on, on various records, but mm. it's, you know, I've still got songs that reject, rejected. I mean, three of the, the pieces of music that are on this record uh, didn't make an excess record due to time constraints or they were just too heavy or, you know, I don't know. So, it's all very interesting the way it, the way it um, it turned out. So, but it definitely with Ash and Moon, it's it's definitely a lot more freedom for me because you know I with, you know, in excess I you know we had a big producers and and everyone's writing and everyone's you know like has has opinionated about what how it should be, and in in some ways that kind of oversimplifies certain yeah. parts of, of music that that I thought could have been more adventurous. To be honest, um, I'm not nothing against what and excess produced but I just think we're getting more experimental towards the end of our career to be honest and I was really enjoying that with Welcome to Wherever You Are and, and Forming Dirty Hearts I thought we were getting pretty pretty raunchy and experimental which is good but I think um, with Ash and Moon I mean I'm just taking the reins so, so to speak as far as being the, the main producer and the recording engineer and and um, and just really enjoying the, the freedom to do what we want to do yeah, I mean, that sounds fantastic that you've got that freedom. And you said the main thing, enjoying what you're doing, you know, just with your obvious passion for music. And, and with Dust Bowl and Mosquito as well, lyrically, they sort of address things going on with, with things, not necessarily, you know, with, with this huge pandemic that's sweeping the planet at the moment, but it addresses things to do with the planet and and the way that we're basically just messing it up as well. Um, so when it comes to writing the lyrics, I mean, how did the... Let's concentrate on these two with Dust Bowl and Mosquito. Lyrically, what influences came in? What came to mind with those? Well, Dust Bowl was written a long time before the pandemic, but it, it, it has been, it, it is basically talking about if we don't look after the planet and look after ourselves and look after all the inhabitants on the earth, we're going to get kicked in the ass. And that's what we're doing now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't eat bats. You don't mistreat animals. You don't eat tainted stuff. You just, it's just a bit of a no-brainer, but we just, you know, certain parts of the world and parts of America just don't get it. So, um, and, yeah, I guess it's the planet's going to give us a big flick at some point, so this is probably the beginning of it. So on such a positive note, we just thought <laughs> um, that, that Dust Bowl would be a good sign. And also, we've just been doing a video as best we can through lock lockdown. We've been videoing you know, us out in the, in the empty streets of Los Angeles, which is quite amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, and on and yeah, with with drones and stuff. So um, that'll be coming out soon. But now I just seem that those two songs seem like a, a good introduction to the band. Uh, they're, they're quite different to each other. Uh, they do relate to what's going on in the world. And um, yeah, we just felt pretty comfortable that that'll be the first two songs. But the whole the album, it's got all different types of music. It's got some psychedelic music. It's got some very heavy rock. It's got it's it's you know it's it's kind of like. When I first heard Zeppelin Three, how it, it went from acoustic to heavy to immigrant song, I think that's where we're kind of heading. Is is that we want to have a, a music and, and a and a record that is actually 
you know, like a piece of art in its own and takes you on a journey. And it seems as well because you're on you're now on Golden Robot Records, um, who who were really good, good company too. I've spoken to a, a few people who were, who were on Golden Robot, and uh, I guess it's good to have that support as well, even in this day and age where record sales are so different from what they they used to be. But to have a, a record company behind you, who are supportive of you and want to put more product out for you, that must be you know a good thing to have. And how how did that come about with signing on with the Golden Robot? Um, I reached out to a, to a few you know, labels that I'm you know, like Sony in Australia and and other labels that I've been affiliated with within Excess, and then I got the feeling that we didn't need them because we've you know ultimately Ash and Moon we've been our own record company like we made the record we financed it we you know engineered it we mixed it mastered it all our things so. We had a final product. We didn't need a big record company to, to then say take all the credit or take it for granted and not not push it. And then we were introduced it to Mark at Golden Robot, and he just loves the record. And all the people at Golden Robot are wonderful. We have these big Zoom meetings, which you would have had if there was no pandemic. We would have been having the Zoom meetings because yeah. we started. You know, and so I, I like all the people. They're all they're all into the music. They're all good at their jobs. And and we've come along, and we're we're go getters too. Like we've you know, we've delivered the album, delivered the artwork. You know, I I I, you know, I did all of the logos because I used to do graphic design. And it's like it's just um, and and we just keep pushing. You know, we just keep giving them pro, uh, you know, like stuff to to promote, like videos and acoustic versions. We just keep 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 the uh, the workflow coming, and I think they find that refreshing. And the fact that yeah, we know what we're doing. I mean, and when we get a chance to get out there and play live, we'll definitely be out promoting a record. But it was a good fit, and now that everyone's stuck at home, everyone's kind of working harder. You know, it's kind of interesting. Oh yeah, I should imagine so. And you've got—is this right? You've got um, another single coming out. Is it next month? And the first EP is coming out. Is it next month that that's happening? Yeah, yeah, we're going to release it. I mean, Mark from Golden Robot just pointed out that we had too many good songs, which is a really good that's problem to great. have. That's great. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, he decided that we'll release the album later in the year and release two five-song EPs in the meantime. So I guess next month, the first five-song EP will come out and the single from that will be called Future Kings and Queens. And then the second EP, second EP will come out probably around August, September, and I'm, I'm not sure what songs will be on that. You know, Mark's very good at, with, um, you know, with, with ideas in that department. So, um, yeah, and then the full album, as I said, will come out around Christmas time on all formats, including obviously vinyl, and and then you get to see all the artwork because we've got, you know, it's been a great team. I mean, Toby took you know, took over all the social media stuff because I'm hopeful at it, <laughs> and he you know reached out and he's got this great graphic artist that um, has been doing all our artwork for for yeah you know, just for love. You know, I gave him a bit of money, but he's just really doing so much work for love, <laughs> and now he's stuck at home, so he's just giving us so much product. So um, it's it's going to be a very visual. Very visual art form too, because I'm a big fan of, of the bands back in the '70s and oh yeah, uh, that did had that did just album covers. Back when vinyl was was what you bought, and you sat there and you looked at the art, and you, yeah. you, you looked at yeah you know, all the S covers and the um you know and the Genesis covers and they all the King Crimson covers. They 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 had a they made a statement in themselves. And I just want to get back to the days of that. 
Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of album covers, and I've I've said before on shows the amount of times that an album cover has got me to buy an album, even though I didn't know the band or anything at all. I thought, that's a great cover. I'm going to buy that. Uh, and it's some, again, it's something when there's listening to the album, you just stare at the artwork and let's get it right. There's a lot of work gone into it, into the artwork for that. And it's such a shame that if people just look at it in a, a few pixel image on their MP3 player, that it's all completely lost. So vinyl release, yeah. vinyl get, release is essential. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And you get the option to download the artwork. And it's just people don't even know who played on it. You, you, yeah. you know, who, who to give credit to for mixing and mastering and where it was recorded. Because all the studios were suffering before this. And now they're obviously going to suffer more. A lot of studios are closing down and uh, famous ones in, in Los Angeles are closing down. So, wow. You know, I think it's, it's, you've got to give credit where credit's due. And having said that, we recorded everything in my shed. So, you know, um, but we did use you know, Westlake Studios for some of the mixing, and and, and my a, a friend of mine, um, actually he's he's my the guy who does my AC at the uh, you know, my air conditioning. It's his father-in-law. Right. He's built this amazing studio, this amazing studio complex up at up at up in, the, in his backyard up at um, Calabasas, and we've been using that to record drums, and and it's been you know, it's been a very homegrown kind of situation, but. Um, you know, I, I, we you know we know what we're doing, so we end up getting a product you know, that I think that sounds pretty pretty world class. Yeah, because you said there is so much that you can do at home now. You know, with, with yourself. Yeah, even going back, oh, I don't know, ten years ago, I would say that the difference between what you can do at home to now, the way that you can produce music, is is incredible. So, I, I guess you've seen a, a huge change in during your career already from. The way that you can, well, yeah, you can make mean, music and, and get it out there as well. Well, yeah, I mean, Linux is owned by some studios, and then we were able to build uh, two studios at the property just north of Sydney called Mangrove, and um, they're still there. I mean, they're uh, bought by the Hillsong Church Group, um, and they made you know, Christian music there, but uh, it, it apparently, apparently it's just been bought by someone else and it's still making music, but I, I collected old gear, um, so, you know all this vintage gear is still there, but I've got some bits and pieces here, but the main thing we know what to, what to do is just how to get a good sound with our, with our hands and our ears. I mean, Jimmy would walk in with his, his guitar, a little tiny vintage Gibson amp. I just put a big microphone on it and we just record it through some nice you know, Apple gear and voila, it's all, it's a nice sound. And then it's up to Jimmy to get, you know, to, to, to do his magic. And, and that's where it comes down to being a good player. You know, like yeah. is is paramount to getting it, and that's what's kind of getting lost too. I mean, the fact that I keep getting bombarded when you buy a piece of uh, software for your computer system, you get you know, uh, never 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 struggle for bass parts again, and then you get people getting samples of bass players. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh god, come on! No, this, yeah, keep, keep a bass player active. Get, yeah. Go and meet a bass player. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and this is this is why live music's so good as well, isn't it? You know, with live gigs, you get. Uh, the passion that really does show through at a live gig, and if if everything that's going on now wasn't going on, what what would have been the plan, Gary? What would you what would be the plan with you know the first two singles come out? Was there anything in place that you were hoping to do and get out there and, and play gigs? Yeah, we had we had our shows cancelled. Um, we had a, we had a manager who was put, really putting things together. We had a, our shows cancelled, and and ones that we had on the east coast. Um, of America have been, you know, went slowly but surely been cancelled, and 
the, the main one was a big festival, big rock festival, and that got cancelled. And um, that'll probably mean all our other ones will get cancelled because there's no point going over there if we can't if we're just going to lose money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to take a while for people to feel comfortable to go out again. I mean, so yeah, it's it's definitely um, put us sort of behind the eight ball there, but everyone's in the same boat and we're just working out different ways to still, you know, to, to get to the, get to the people, as Jimmy would say, got to get to the people. So we're going to, um, you know, we're set up in the garage. We're a garage band now. We've set up all the gear <laughs> in the garage and, and cameras and stuff. And we'll just get that out to people until, we, until things get to whatever, whatever we're going to call normal again in the future. Yeah, it's a good way though, isn't it? With you know, especially once you've got new music out there of, of keeping in the public eye and keeping in their ears with, with things like this, even though you can't be up on stage. I guess it's wetting people's appetite even more ready well, for yeah. when you can eventually get out there. Well, exactly. I've always thought music is, is a healing thing and, and people you know, need music whether they appreciate it or not. I mean, it's just in the background of the car, but I think. This is, I think this is going to help turn things around in a way that people will appreciate music more. And I think they'll appreciate good music more because I think a lot of the, the really successful crap, and I'm not sure, I guess I'm showing my age there. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I'm with you all the way, Gary. Yeah, with <laughs> yeah, I think all that stuff is kind of you know, flooding the airwaves now that's basically just made to be yeah, not listened to in two weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's all going to be slowly weeded out because when you think about it, like we're still listening to Zeppelin and Queen and, and on, on radio, and I think you'll still be doing the same thing in 50 years' time. Yeah. And the Beatles, you know, like it's, I just don't think you're going to listen to a bunch of music that's out there today in, in 10 years' time, let alone two years' time. I mean, I just think it's, it's about time that people started making music that is, that is, is you know, for its time and, and sort of transcends time you know like i just think yeah yeah you know, you know, i think it's all, i think it's all just kind of weed out the, the crap and just and just reinstate people that really know what they're doing i hope that's yeah what, what's going to happen yeah i hope so too and i think at, finally we're seeing a little uh change in the tide of of people getting back and buying music physical media music bit cds or, or vinyl uh, and, and even just paying for digital downloads because when the whole internet exploded and there was digital, the, yeah. you know, the, the piracy issue and the way that it hit a lot of people, but musicians especially when album sales just plummeted, I, fingers crossed from, from little things that I'm hearing and seeing, I'm just, it seems to be that it's turning up and, more, and people seem to be getting a bit of a conscience and going, even if you're getting digitally, you're going to buy it. I mean, I'm old school. I want the vinyl. Uh, if I can't get the vinyl, I'll get the CD because that's what I've done always. Um, but it seems mm. like more people are, are, are getting that, so fingers crossed with that, which again goes back to it's great with the artwork, a simple thing like that, it's a great piece of artwork. You know, you look at it, it's, it's all part of a package, isn't it? Well, exactly. And also you can you can have you know, additional songs and ex- yeah, outtakes. Mm. Yeah, the thing with this is that we... There's my dog swimming around. Um, <laughs> we're... Yeah, we, we we own the masters, like we own Ash and Moon, so all the recordings are in my studio. So we can I can do remixes and submixes and and you know, complete complete turn things upside down as far as just um, as far as what people can listen to. So um, yeah, I can strip it down. You can just hear the vocal, just hear the bass, so just, just just to give people an idea of what what it went into making our our music. Yeah, um, which most bands don't have the opportunity to do because they go into someone's studio and they walk out. With, with a you know with a, an MP3 or 
practice a recording and just don't think about all that. And I, I'm, I'm all about you know owning our own masters, so we we can we have full ability to to, to make whatever versions of whatever songs we want. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a, a really good way to do it, that's for sure. Well, I know I could speak to you for hours, Gary, but I know you're busy with interviews, everything that's going on at the time. I will say, if whenever all of this madness finishes and you do get back on the road, hopefully you come over to, here to the UK. Uh, and again, I say this to everybody, uh, there's the, the big cities here, the Londons, the Birminghams, there's the Glasgows and Edinburghs up in Scotland. If you, if you come across here, if you can get into North Wales, because that's where we're based, it would be fantastic. I'd love to see you over here, Gary. No, I'd love to. That's, we didn't really do much in Wales as an excess. I know we did some photo shoots um, for Full Moon Dirty Hearts with photo shoots up there. And I remember just thinking, um, wow, I mean, it's what a beautiful part of the world. So, But no, all the, the press I've done in the UK so far has been over, overwhelming. I've got to say that, that they're loving the music. And, mm -hmm. and of course, you know, some of our biggest memories like definitely when we stadium we, we always look at it as our one of our finest moments on stage so yeah. uh de definitely if i can get action you know to the uk we'll be there that's great that's great to hear well i'm looking forward to more music like i said i've loved us Bowl and mosquito so the sooner i get more ash and moon in my ears uh, i'll be very happy <laughs> <laughs> so thank you gary that's excellent All right. okay well, thank you Dave. take care thank you stay well i'll take care will do you too gary stay safe And the alarm bell, as always, brings to an end another interview show. I had quite a few soundcheck interview shows lately. Got a few more lined up. Already got one in the can, as they say. And quite a few lined up to record during the month of June. So a lot to look forward to as far as soundcheck interview shows go. To keep up to date with everything that you do, you know where to go. 60minuteswith.co.uk is the website. Everything is on there. News, reviews, links to all of our social media. Lots of reasons to follow us on all of them. Uh, Twitter, as the competitions, we say that many times. And you would not believe what we've got to give away in June. If you want a chance of winning some really good stuff, make sure that you're following us on Twitter. Uh, and of course, well, that's the main social media that I use to keep everybody up to date with what is happening with 60 Minutes With. It's it's instance, it's quick, and everybody can see what's going on. Uh, Instagram, that has more of the unusual stuff going on. Lots of pictures of podcast mascot Bodhi. I know that he's acquiring quite a fan club out there, which is very pleased about. So anybody in, in the Bodhi fan club, maybe it should have a name. I don't know. Let me know if you can think of one. Uh, at time of recording, I'm now, as he reaches across... Uh, it's Wednesday the 3rd of June on Friday the 5th of June he's going for a haircut so yeah pictures will be on Instagram he's um, he's gone three months without one so he's he's looking a bit wild <laughs> anyway uh, yeah just go to the website everything's on there including affiliate links we've got we've got links for Amazon and CD keys so if you buy from either of those please buy through the website it doesn't cost you a penny more uh, they give us a little kickback. It helps to keep us online, helps with the costs of, well, of everything that we do as well. Uh, on there, there's links to other places which include a Retrofusion box. You can save 15% by clicking on the link and buying through there. You can go to Insert Coin Clothing. You can save 20% there. Uh, all you need to do, you don't even need to go to the website for that one. How about that? You just need to type in the code 60MWIC. 
and you save 20% at Insert Coin Clothing. That's that's pretty good. And they've got some great clothing lines on there too. So just visit the uh, the website. Hopefully you've got it bookmarked already. Maybe you even have it on your homepage. That would be even better still. So to finish the show, I did say at the beginning that the Ash and Moon had released their debut double single. And you've already heard the first track, Dust Bowl. So let's finish off the show with the second track, Mosquito. Why do we fuss about time? 